Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch on bandit run. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever, Middle Tennessee. Welcome into Tuesday edition, Three Dudes with a View. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is still out driving that school bus somewhere. So we'll we'll catch up with him here in a minute. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Del. How's everybody? Doing okay, thank you. And favorite son of Columbia, Tuesday regular special guest dude, Ron Hart. How are you, man? Good morning. Good morning, all. All right, Ron. Looking on the Zoom here, it's obvious you're on a beach there somewhere. In the dream. <laughs> I've, I've been exiled to Aruga. They took me in under under a witness protection program. I can't talk about it. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I'm with, with my college roommate at his place in Florida. We're hanging out. Good deal. We'll have a good time. Looks like the weather's gorgeous there. I got him through college and everything. I'm just trying to, you know, help him. He's cheated off me all through college. So I'm trying to, you know, to, uh, he's, uh, I mentored him for 45 years now. So, gotcha. so it wasn't on the way around, Ron? May have been. May have been. He's a, he's, he's a lawyer. So, so yeah, it was the other way around. <laughs> may have been the other way around. I'm not sure. Hard to say. Time You, you, didn't, write, you didn't write his name on your paper when you turned it in, huh? I know it's so secure now because I took a lot of tests for him. So. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness all right there we go all right now ron <laughs> you're what you write about this week <laughs> is something i've just I, I have not been able to even i've deliberately avoided it but johnny depp and amber heard what a what a who I mean, cares yeah who cares <laughs> i mean well, apparently the meat national media does anytime you have a star involved in anything you're gonna have national media and uh, Johnny Depp, you know, you know, see, she's, you know, that you can do, you do drugs, you can be a weirdo, you can do anything you want to do in Hollywood, you can't hit a woman apparently, or you know, be violent. But so she's trying to say he's violent and damage his career. This, you know, Pirates of, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean '75 or something, he didn't get, and uh, he loses his franchise, twenty bucks, twenty million bucks a movie. He's suing her for, you know, loss of income. It, was, it basically came off a divorce. And everybody needs to understand during a divorce, you don't listen to either side. They're both of them got their own narrative. So it's playing out publicly in the courtroom, and and, and no, there's no winners here. Except the lawyers, know, of course. The audacity, though, to think that, I mean, this is just basically, yeah, you're right. It's a divorce. It's a, just a, a, a shoveling of you-know-what. And But the audacity to think that, I mean, you would have to, you would think that they might be embarrassed to occupy a public court to you know to just throw all this stuff out there. I mean, yeah, for I, a month they, they 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 actually think the public wants to hear it that they're the center of the world. You know, well, I'm, I'm not so sure they want, think the public wants to hear it, but I think there's so much damage done to him already. There's, like with the Me Too movement, a woman can say anything, and then, and then it stands for the rest of your life as you hit a woman. If you didn't really do it. You look at the 
the, the evidence. I mean, she's as crazy as a bat. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't think I don't think he hit her. I mean, there's no proof he hit her. So I mean, who knows? But you, once you say it, you can't unring the bell, right? You're, you know, someone says, uh, you know, have you stopped? Have you stopped? You know, beating your wife? You know, <laughs> yet, and then the answer is yes or no. Is both you both look bad? You look yeah, like you beat your wife. So yeah, it's yeah. just one of the things you can't get around. It's cost them a lot of money in the movie industry. <laughs> which is not exactly the, the bash of morality, but apparently that's one area with me too that you just can't tinker with. And anyway, they're fighting it out over $50 million, and, and they're both you know weirdos. But I think Johnny Depp's getting the best out. He's more likable. I hear her testimony. She's, like she's a bit of a drama queen over some things. And, you know, I, I don't think anybody in America wants their marriage to play out in a public courtroom. So, But she had, you know, some of the ugly details. She, you know, good news out of this, she will get a, you know, basically an advertising gig with Chanel number two. <laughs> oh my goodness. But you know, and what's even more astounding is, I mean, speaking of current events, she used to, Amber Heard uh, formerly dated Elon Musk, you know, which, yeah. uh, uh, you know, they probably had a child named, you know, Z or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she came home smelling like Musk one night. And so they, they dated for two years during the marriage, apparently. And, you know, you think she's so crazy that, that they would have friends in Hollywood to give both of them an Amber alert. <laughs> all the things going on in the world and that's on on national tv that's an embarrassment yeah, it is an embarrassment i have to agree on that you know i mean the shoe is not always on the foot of the alleged male abuser um i I'd had a case here about oh a couple of years ago where i was appointed to defend a woman a very large woman uh, <laughs> who uh charge her by the pound oh uh, uh, who uh, was accused of going after her husband with a two before and, uh, and did, I mean, the police had pictures. He was all bruised and battered. She had beat the stew out of him. And uh, so what I always do, you know, in these cases is, you know, I represented her, I was defending her, but I always go to the alleged victim to see what they've got to say and, you know, what their position is, what they're going to be asking the district attorney to do. And, uh, so I go find this guy and I go, uh, and I, you know, I was always, I tried to be very neutral. I didn't suggest or argue with him. I just wanted to, I just wanted to hear what they had to say before we went to court. And I said, Mr. So-and-so, you know, um, your wife is alleged to beating you up with a two before, um, how, how do you feel about this prosecution in court? You know? And, uh, he says, well, Said she's a mighty good cook. Said I think I want to drop it. <laughs> <laughs> she's a good cook. I'll get another whooping. Yeah. You know, Tiger Woods' wife went after him with a. Said one time she, you know, golf he club uh, driving with an eight iron. She didn't feel like a seven iron was enough club or something. <laughs> she used a nine. She used a nine. That was a nine iron. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She nine didn't iron. need but 115 yards. You know. <laughs> And he ran out of the driveway. Apparently, this is what happened with Tiger. Right, you know, everything's fine until it happened. He ran out of the driveway, hit a tree. Apparently, about eight bimbos fell out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all came out. What I, what I don't like, Mister York, about this, and, and I, I think most of the abuse happens in trailer parks, and, and you know, true abuse as we know it. Like you know, you see cops and these guys running around with no shirts on and beating women. You know, unless you have money, like Johnny Depp or Tiger Woods, or whatever, it doesn't really end up in trial. I think a lot, a lot of these, when a rich guy, and I saw it because I manage money for wealthy people, when a rich person 
is accused of something like that, there's always a civil suit around the edge of it trying to shake them down. I mean, I, I, start, I think the, the courts need to concern themselves with people that are really beaten. You know, in the Waffle House Cup, you don't ever see them on TV or even at trial, you know, or even rarely even accused of anything. There's nothing to be had. They, the woman just packs her stuff and leaves. But, Ron, a lot, of, a lot of the stuff about abuse is around the affluent community. Uh, I think just as much as around uh, people who don't have means. And because Man. people are in that affluent status, they don't want to get out of it by having divorce or bringing things to court. So they stay in it for years and years and years. And where in, in a different economic situation, people tend to complain about it and try to get out of it. Well, in a different economic situation, you have to stay in it because you're financially tied to the other person. You don't have the means to get out. Well, other people can get out. And, but I think a lot, a lot of the wealthy people, the reason we hear so much about this, I don't think it occurs more in that space. But they're more involved usually. And they know the risk out. They see all these trials. I think it's just financial. They say, well, I'm, I must tell people you hit me, you know, or you give me money. And then, they, you know, once you turn that into the police, it takes on a life of its own. There's no stopping it. But we've you know? got people that, that are in high priority positions that are married to people. And they tend to stay in those positions because one thing, the two things Americans really strive for is status and money. And once they have a high uh, status, they don't want people around them to ever know that, that something's going wrong in their relationship. So they stay in that relationship for years and years and years. And, and you've seen stories that finally people come forward and say, hey, this person was abusive to me. He did this to me. But they stayed in that status because they were getting the, the, the things that they wanted uh, but they were also getting a heavy dose of abuse also. Well, yeah. folks, I, let, let me, you know, having been somebody who spent years, uh, not as a federal prosecutor, but when I was in the state system, uh, both prosecuting and defending uh, domestic abuse cases, let me tell you that domestic abuse first knows no socioeconomic boundaries. And most frequently it is a man uh, uh, abusing a woman, but it does happen the other way around as well. Uh, a case involving a uh, pot of boiling grits does come to mind. Uh, With glue? What? <laughs> With glue? Uh, Lorena Bobbitt, too. Yeah. and uh, uh, But it is a very serious issue. And uh, what uh, Mike Lyle, do you remember Cindy Sims? What's that organization that she uh, is the director of? Uh, it's um, if you hadn't asked me the name, Place of Hope, maybe or uh, House of Hope or something. It it is a uh, remarkable local organization that uh, will help out battered men and women, but you know, ninety nine percent of their work is with women, and it is very difficult. Uh, for women to leave these situations for a variety of reasons. It may be economic. Center of Hope. Center of Hope, yeah. Center of Hope. Yeah, thank you, Ron. Yeah, Yeah. and those folks do remarkable work right here in uh, Middle Tennessee, in Murray County. Uh, Women who are in these situations for a variety of reasons that that aren't always economic. Um, You know, they, they, they just... They don't know how to leave. They they really don't. Right. And, I was on the board of Nicholas House Shelter in Atlanta. It was the same thing. We only not only do we have to house the, the usually the mother and the two kids until they got a job, or whatever. We had to kind of secure the perimeter because the husbands usually when the wife leaves, some of them will come after. Where is my you know, where are my kids? Where's my wife? They'll, they'll come yell. You know. So it was, there was a lot of 
confrontations at Nicholas house because the father, you know, the husband, you know, they would come there to the, give my woman back. You know, it was like, almost like they were chattel, their property. Yeah. That, yeah, you know, they, yeah. They were getting back. They're, they're all you know, sorts of, yeah, there, there are all sorts of issues here that create this perfect stew that, and, and without as a practical matter, without help as Nicholas house, as center of hope here in Columbia, uh, without help, without counseling, uh, women uh, need to don't don't aren't able to leave. And like I said, it's not. Don't imagine that it's always just because they don't imagine where they're going to get support. It's financial. It's it's a variety of reasons. They're invested in a, rela- a relationship. Uh, they feel like they've. And let me tell you, very often, Ron, I know you saw this if you worked at Nicholas House. Very often the women, and really, uh, real often, the women feel as if they're the ones who caused it. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and it's just, uh, it's real, folks, and it's terrible. And, it's, uh, the good news is the last 10 years, it's, it's, it's become more public. and used to be something you didn't talk much about. Now they do, which is good, and there's help for women and, and all. But I, I think there has been, when it comes to money, though, my point is about money. I just manage money for wealthy people. I just think to me, High-profile people shaken down by people on this Me Too thing. That's that's it's gone a little too far in some spaces. But if so, if, if a Waffle House cook or a you know a trucker is accused of abuse, it's probably more likely to be true. Cause there's no financial end game for the accuser. Well, I, I do it's agree with bad, you. Bro. It's just bad habits that men have had for for, for years and years of, of how they treat women, and I think it, it's come to a head now. Women aren't taking that, and it and it's wrong, and they shouldn't have to take it. But for years and years, men have done women really, really wrong, and and they couldn't say that much about it. It looked like we're on a train to do it again to them. Well, some have. You're right, Mr. York. All right, let's let's take a break. We got off on them. Yeah, I'm glad Amber heard Johnny Depp led us off into to a serious, worthwhile discussion. Um, let's take a break and come back. No, there's a lady outside with a two by four that wants to see you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and she got 400 pounds. Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality, new, and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory-certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. 
Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Our company, The Garbage Man Incorporated, has been advertising on WKOM and WKRM for years now, and as a result, our company has really grown. Now we're looking for young, healthy, hardworking people to grow with us. We are in need of drivers and helpers. We pay serious money. So if you like outside work and want to work for a great local company, call me at 931-540-0919 and let's talk. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Okay, welcome back. Three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. And uh, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp did lead us to a uh, which is just not even worth not our even time. Worth not even worth our time, I don't think. Did lead us to a serious place, though, which is a domestic v- abuse. And I was always so very frustrated as a prosecutor. You know, I, I could prosecute the slob, send him to jail. But uh, almost every time I would, uh, the alleged victim or the victim, uh, the lady, would go back to him as soon as he got out. And, you know, you you can blame that lady if you want to, but... Once you get to understand what's going on, it's not something that, you know, what's it like? People, you you can't say to somebody who's got depression, oh, feel better. You know, it doesn't work that way. And uh, and these folks are in a, a, a cycle that is real, a cycle of violence, a cycle where they feel they can't leave or shouldn't leave. And said most often... Most often they feel as if they deserve it and it's their fault. These women feel that way. 
And, you know, you can say that's crazy or whatever, but it's real. And so that's where I came to appreciate places so much like uh, Center of Hope with Cindy Sims here because they they can address the underlying problems, fix the situation. The court system just can't do that. So, yeah, good morning. After years and years of, of a, a person being in a, a relationship where they are beat down, beat down, verbalized, told that they were nothing, told that they don't they don't have any worth, it becomes a, 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 a norm to them. And, and when you go into court and say, OK, we need to give you some relief, somehow that that doesn't work because they are mentally prepared to be dependent upon that person that's abusing them. Uh, Mr. York, I, you, you know, I, I, I think you're right in many respects there. And um, like I said, many times they feel as if they deserve it, that they are there. It's their fault. And that's it's hard. Same, a little bit like the same dynamic Delk and, and Mr. York is a, a pimp and his prostitutes. You know, there, there's this dependency of, you know, you see it in movies or whatever. There's, there's, you know, these prostitutes, they, they want a male protector or something like that. I don't know, something in the DNA or maybe anthropology or something. It's, you it's, see that in the, in the pimp community. You know, the women are, you know, they're, they're, they want their pimp. It, it is akin to an addiction, Ron. Ron Hart, uh, native son of Columbia, favorite son, uh, regular <clears throat> special guest dude. How you doing? I'm doing well. All right. Now, Clayton Harris, dude number two. Has uh, parked the school bus. Is it in the studio with us? How's it going, Clayton? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right, Clayton, what is this lunatic who murdered 10 people in Buffalo's name? Uh, his name, uh, according to reports. Don't say his name. Don't, don't even repeat it, Clayton. Just him. He's an 18-year-old. He's an 18-year-old. 18-year-old. The only way he doesn't fit the usual narrative is he's not from Alabama. Uh, he's from New York. No, to be fair, though, all these shootings have been up north. I mean, when's the last southern shooting? To be fair, to the south, when's the last southern shooting? I agree. They're always up north or or out west. Yes, yeah, but yeah. the national press is always looking south for it. You know, folks, know. I, I, we 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 had the first one at Richland School, the first shooting ever. Yeah. Uh, that's not true at all, Miss York. There, th- those things have gone back. Uh, now, some of them have been bombings. I mean. Uh, back around the turn of the century, I think it was in Massachusetts, somebody blew up a school um, and killed over 100 people. Just oh, blew the, plenty of that. Plenty you know, of blew that the smithereens out of it. I yeah, mean, I think the press narrative is yeah. it's always a white Southern male that's angry that causes all this stuff. But if you look at it, it's all above the Mason Dixon line, the founders, these things. Well, uh, you know. Well, don't, don't pat the southerners on the back, Ron. That, that, that's way, way over the line. So, oh. The southern. Uh, yeah, we're terrible. I know. Ancestry I know. has been pretty well, damaging in terms of oppression and stuff. So, me, me, meanwhile, yeah. mean, meanwhile in Chicago, that had some of the strictest gun laws in the nation. Uh, Thirty-three people were shot and five dead over the weekend, which is about normal. Yeah, yeah but, but, but well, 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 why, why are people taking guns to Chicago? You know, that's always hey, imported. Hey, Mr. It's hey, not guns that originated hey, Mr. York, New York. Mr. York, why are people choosing to pull a trigger and shoot other people? In particular, why, why, hey, hey, why, why, are, why are black people killing black people, Mr. York? Well, don't don't be hurt. No, 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 no. Why are black people killing black people, Mr. York? Because that's closest for folks to them. But when you drive 200 miles as a she Caucasian to kill black people, 
That that's definitely racist. What? Well, it's two different things. Okay, the folks. What I, I mean, because most white crime happens in white neighborhoods too. Uh, the black on black crimes, like the if African American shot, it's like eighty eight to ninety percent chances another African American shot him, and maybe higher than that. Chuck Clay can look it up real quick. I, I'm on, I'm on the porch. But anyway, it's very high percent, Mister York. No one talks about Chicago, Atlanta, and these black on black crimes, gangs, stuff like that. I mean, that, that you know, six white. Uh, cops but, shot six white people but, last when, year t- in total. By two are unjustified. You know, focus on those six. That's like a Friday night in Chicago. When when Caucasian drives two hundred miles and targets a black community, that's that's a problem. Oh, okay. and, and, and when the parents fly. when the parents knew that that boy had a problem because he threatened the same thing at his school and nothing was done about it. That's a problem. And That's this a is a big problem. So that, you, that is a that is a huge problem, start. Mr. York. That is a huge problem, and it's wrong. And uh, you know, and as as is typical in almost all of these cases, this guy might have as well have had um, a neon sign or a skywriter up above him saying, "I'm a lunatic. I need locked up now." Everybody who knew him knew he was going to explode, and nothing gets done every time. There's simple yeah. rules. There's, then there's you got the media rules. that that supports uh, all this stuff on the media that that's racist and damaging to people and nobody's oh, controlling that. Well, we let, let's, need, let's go back. Freedom of speech let's go back. has a responsibility with it. Freedom let's, of speech has a responsibility let's, with let's it. Let's go. Yeah, that I've, I've been hearing that garbage. Now let's go back to though, when Southerners actually were more advanced. Uh, I, I love reading the accounts of murder trials in Murray County in the 1880s. <laughs> 1870s, 1880s, and 1890s. And the way those murder trials would work back then, right down here on the square, it wasn't this courthouse, but it was the predecessor courthouse, um, they would have a, a, a fair trial of a person accused of first-degree murder. And then oftentimes the jury would sentence the defendant to death. And then the next afternoon, I mean the very next afternoon, the sheriff of Murray County would take the defendant down to the shores of the Duck River and hang him till he was dead. Now, this, uh, I, I totally would favor, given this doofus in Buffalo, a fair trial tomorrow and hang him by the end of the week. That would be justice, and that might deter some of this stuff. Ron, could you go along with that? I could go along with that. I mean, I, I can see that if he's on video and there's witnesses and he did it and, and all. It's not need to stick around death row 35 years and have the governor pardon him the night before because some group said that, that the lethal injection had the wrong chemical in it. Yeah. But I mean, it, this is what needs to be done. He needs to be given we, a fair trial had, and hung by the end of the week. Uh, Clayton, could you? Clayton, after could, shooting, Clayton, after could, shooting. Uh, Mr. York, I'm getting around to you. Clayton, could yeah. you go along with uh, that? Uh, give him a fair trial and hang him by the end of the week? Absolutely. Okay, Mike Lyle, could you go along with that and give him a fair trial and hang him by the end of the week? Well, the strictest definition of your term fair right there. <laughs> we need to make sure, make sure, but yeah. Oh, we'll give him all the process If all the evidence points that way, yes, I'm okay with that. Let's make sure the evidence points that way and, and, and well, go that way. It's on video. And, yeah, I was going to say. 
As, but, as long as we make way, sure the evidence goes somebody, that way. Somebody and, and he wrote his 180-page manifesto that he's going to kill them, right? Hey, Ron. I don't know, up? but I'm sure Buffalo, New York, the gun rules were strict. But they've been in a redneck in there with a pistol. I think he may, he may got swift justice immediately. Well, I'm, I'm talking about the old-fashioned way. I'm not a, for the death penalty. Uh, so you, I, I, so, think he ought, I think he ought to suffer in prison for the balance of his life without parole. So, Mr. York, oh, that's you, true. Yeah. York you couldn't not, go on with giving him a fair trial followed by a hanging. A fair hey, trial, York, fair trial is next to poor, so that's not really equitable. So, okay. Don't be surprised you, Mr. York, but I'm You're not on the, the killer side, chair. Mr. York. I'm not for the elected chair, Mr. York. I'm for elected bleachers. Yeah. Well, I know firing squad is. I think we're backed yeah, up right now. Firing squad would be good. You're from the electric chair, but you're pro life. That's well, a Ms. conflict, Ron. Yeah, but Mr. No, York, not. I'm pro choice. Again, you're wrong. I'm you're over there yammering about. Pro choice. Okay. Why don't you you're read old, a little bit while I write? Yeah, you're yeah, over there yammering about guns I, and justice. It makes me sick. I can't read it. You, yeah. I know you have a hard time with the truth. Uh, folks, I hope the hypocrisy is being exposed here. I mean, Mr. York is all for, you know, this is a terrible guy and take away all the guns and then milk it for everything politically it's worth. But, we'll just but don't do, kill him. Don't yeah, but, kill him. But do the right thing. Don't give kill him, him a fair trial followed by a hanging swiftly is uh, not something who, Mr. York can accept. Who gives any human being the right to to take the life of some other human being. Nothing, nothing in this world. Do you make that same right argument that. about abortion? Do you make that same argument about abortion? Exactly. I'm asking you, do you? No, I don't make it. That's that's not my choice to make it. I never got pregnant. Bring whiskey for my men, let, beer let me for tell, my horses. It wasn't something. my choice to pull the trigger choice. either. <laughs> Let's go forth to battle evil forces. You know, a guy ought to be hung for firing squad. A woman squad ought to have rapidly. a choice. And if you live in Texas and you got a trans kid, now the courts, the DHS group, can go into your home and investigate you. Well, folks, I mean, here's... They don't have enough to do. They need to to unfund that agency, by the way. 240,000 employees with not enough to do. Now they're the the truth police. Now they're going to people's homes. That's not the Department of Homeland Security where it's supposed to be. Well, tell Abbott, tell Governor Abbott that in Texas. That's a George Bush the Jr.'s problem. He shouldn't have done that, and you probably agree with that now. Tell Governor Abbott that in Texas. But back to back to the hanging thing. Well, first I don't of all, the HS is not, is not safe. Life. If yeah. if a woman makes a choice about making a, a reproductive decision, that's her choice. But she ought to have that choice. Well, you know, once again, though, I mean, we've exposed the hypocrisy okay. of liberals these okay. days. I mean, they, they would not support, you know, doing something that would fairly address the problem, which is to make sure that this rascal got swiftly uh, hanged or shot. That's not your choice, Delk. I don't care what law you, you believe and in. That's not that's your what choice he deserves. to take another man's life. And in the meantime, if somebody were to shoot yeah. Tucker Carlson, uh, Mr. York and his ilk would be posting on social media that the right thing's been done. Just that yeah. Where's all that noise Tucker Carlson just needs to be off the air. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's one of the racist trolls that promote stuff like happened in the Number one show on cable news. Number one show on cable news. Tucker Carlson. Uh, if Tucker Carlson yeah, were to get yeah. what, you, what you need to be able to do, he, he's a Putin knight anyway. Anybody that off, the, off the air, that's what you ought to be able to do. Just don't read. Don't take, anybody disagrees with you off the air. That's what it's called, North Korea. It's called no, Russia. No, it's called, Shuck and well, jive, he believes in Putin. Jive, you know, he, believe, he loves Putin. He goes He believes in Putin. That's Here we go. With I mean, this is just Who's lying on air right now? I mean, the Clayton. He believes in Putin. Are you kidding me? 
Clayton, Clayton, why wouldn't liberals, uh, you know, believe in, you know, take somebody as heinous as this idiot was, murdered 10 people in Buffalo, wrote a 180-page manifesto about how he hates black people and wants to kill them and whatnot, then goes and kills 10 of them. Why is that not a mad dog that needs to be eliminated from life on this earth by the end of the week? I I couldn't tell you. I I mean, I watched a video yesterday where I watched a, a, a Democrat sit there and say, and if you follow me on Twitter, you'll see I reposted it, sit there and say that they're for aborting a baby after birth. I mean, it, it, I mean, so that that Democrat obviously supports murder or ending a life. Why not abort this damn that, that's idiot what I'm murderer? That's abort what I'm him now at 18. That's what I'm saying. So, I, 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 you know, I have no clue. You know, you think about what justice was like 100, 150 years ago. A guy like this, like you said, has a quick trial. He gets hung, and people, you know, they see it. They see what happens to people oh, yeah. that do th- things like this and see what the consequences are. Uh, and, you know, there was law and order. All, Clayton, all that's good until it's somebody in your family. If somebody in your family did that, would you want them just strung up and hung? They did, yeah. I would. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. It, it's easy to support abortion when you're not the one being killed. You know, let's let's hang the yeah. gun. Abortion's a you tough, know, tough decision. Abortion is a tough, complex situation. You know, like I explained last week, there was a lady that was pregnant with three with triplets, and her doctor had told her she has a choice to make. She we either have none uh, of them and lose her life, or she aborts one of them and have her life and a possibility of two children. Well, with all, with all due respect. Uh, Mr. York, is murder a easy situation? I don't. Think Abortion's tough. Situation. I agree with that. But yeah. is murder easy? Well, if you the, murder somebody, that's an intent. The, the only okay, thing, what is an abortion? You, you do that on purpose. <laughs> From a democratic perspective, though, I mean, the only thing wrong with this Buffalo idiot is that he got he's eighteen years old and they just hadn't been aborted yet. It's time. Well should his parents be charged with anything? They knew what was going he's a, on. He's with, eighteen with years old. Probably so. But yeah, if they knew what was They'll going find on. Out. Okay. Let's take a break. Yeah, one thing went real quick, Sacramento there's a mass shooting in Sacramento one was pregnant and a state like California is sued for the uh killing of the babies too. Added that to the murder charges. She was pregnant when she got shot. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Ram owners know tough, and they know what they want. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us to have a huge inventory. Call or stop by to talk to one of our Jeep or Ram product specialists, and we will help you build your dream ride. You can count on us. Choose a 1500, 2500, or 3500. Pick the power, options, even the color you want. Buy online and save time with our online shopping tool. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Does it really matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. 
I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. Hey folks, this is Chandler Anderson from the Right Care Clinics, our Right Care Primary Care Clinic that's open 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday. And the Kroger Shopping Center now has a new primary care provider, Miss Terry Locker. You may know her from Columbia State or the Murray Regional Medical Center ER. If you are tired of being rushed in and out of your primary care provider's office, come see Terry. She's going to sit down with you, treat you like family, and get your health care needs under control. Right Care Primary Care open 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday. High school sports don't just happen. There's a ton of work that goes into every single athletic event. And we have our school's athletic director to thank for a lot of it. Thank you. For scheduling officials so I can always play the game I love. For ordering quality athletic equipment so I can stay safe on the field. For mentoring my coaches so they can be the best role models for me. For coordinating transportation so I can get focused for the big game. For helping us develop character and learn lessons that will benefit us for the rest of our lives. Thank you to our AD for always creating a positive experience for us. We'll never forget it. From all of us at the NIAAA, thank you to every athletic administrator in Tennessee for all you do to enrich the lives of your students. It does not go unnoticed. This message presented by the NIAAA, the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hot summer weather is approaching. Nobody wants their HVAC to break down in the extreme heat. That's why Hiller is offering a free service call with any repair to help keep you cool all summer long. And this month, we're offering special zero-interest financing for up to 60 months on select new HVAC systems. Stay cool all summer. Visit HappyHiller.com today for details. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch a bandit run. Okay, welcome back to Three Dudes with a View. My name is Del Kennedy, I'm dude number three. Uh and, you know, off and on there, I'm hearing the typical dissembling of white people with regard to this uh, Buffalo shooting. Well, there were more killings in Chicago over the weekend, and blacks are always shooting blacks. And then 
by the, you know, it wasn't the gun that did it. It was the idiot who pulled the trigger. And why wasn't something done about him, you know, before? And if a black kid had done this, it wouldn't even be a headline. Uh, all that typical stuff. You know, I, I don't go for any of that. Uh, what I do uh, say and what I will continue to say is why won't liberals execute the Buffalo killer? Why won't liberals execute the Buffalo killer? I think that's all you need to know about this situation. It's not right to just execute somebody. Well, why don't it's they? It's not right. Why you don't know? they report? If you're a Christian person, you don't just execute people. Why won't I, I liberals that, execute that's the what Buffalo they teach killer? In your, in your religion, that's a problem. Why won't liberals execute <laughs> the there's Buffalo a, there's a, killer? There's a SOK killer out in Kansas. About read, read the story of the SK something killer in Kansas. He killed like 30 people and up until 1979 when Kansas invoked the death penalty. Right when they invoked the death penalty, his murdering stopped. Why well, won't liberal there, there is a deterrent the to, Buffalo to, killer? Charlie Manson uh, stayed in prison for years. Charlie Manson stayed in prison for years. He's been given a platform in media and all this other stuff. Kill him. Get rid of him. Life's short. We've got 320 million you people know, here. Get, send them get to, him out you know, of here. Send them to their reward. All right, Clayton Harris, dude number two. How you doing? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And regular special guest dude, favorite son of Columbia, uh, Ron Hart, coming to us. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. So the parents should be charged with something, right, Del? You think so? You don't know that for sure. I don't don't know enough about it, but yes, if the parents, uh, you know, saw something and didn't say something, uh, yes. Well, they definitely have to deal with the school issue because he's threatened to shoot up the school. Yeah, I mean, th- this is typical. And then had access to guns. This is typical of every one of these cases. Everybody who's familiar with these people knows that they're a time bomb. They call the police. They call the school. They do, and then nothing gets done ever. I mean, I remember. But what do you? But what do you do, though? I mean, what can you do? I mean, the threats. You know, I, I, I get it. I mean, look, I know the trouble. I know. But what do you do? You gotta have. You got to have a law in which to prosecute them. You can't lock them up for just a threat. Well, they don't. But there's another issue, too. For 100 threats, I bet, against schools in this country, maybe one falls through on it. There's another issue, too. It depends on that individual's condition. If he is a manic depressant or has some type of depression, laws prevent people from keeping that person uh, isolated for a long period of time. Well, and that's because because that because, you know, I know people who've had folk relatives that are manic depressants and the person reacts not in a violent, not in that violent way, but he reacts in fighting and getting in trouble. And the facility, the, the authorities will detain him for a certain period of time and let him right back out. Well, that's so, that's another, so that's a, that's another law say, problem. That is another frequent refrain, and it's true, though. When it comes to these type people, our mental health system is broken. And let me tell you, and let me tell you, as having worked with our mental health system, uh, first of all, just try getting the, you know, the center stone was supposed to be our mental health uh agency working with the criminal court system and getting somebody in center stone to be seen was practically impossible and then they didn't ever do anything but they they institutionally though the uh the mental health folks uh and they go to the tennessee legislature and they get laws passed it is practically impossible and because the mental health people just don't want to do it i think it's because they're lazy uh 
they they well, want it's they, difficult, they they don't want to they do not want to institutionalize anybody and you send somebody over there time after time after time and they just turn them loose and, and that's because of past history of people instituting their parents and taking all the wealth from them and doing things to people uh, it's, it's a long history of bad stuff why, Del, why won't liberals people. execute the Del, if i may if i may interject something here there was a comment made a while ago about if you're a christian and you support your hypocritical christian or the impl- implication was your hypocritical christian if you support the death penalty let me read you something from the new testament the book of romans in oh, chapter gosh. 13 <laughs> okay would you have no fear would you have no fear of the one who is in authority then do what is good and you will receive his approval for he is god's servant for your good but if you do wrong be afraid for he does not bear the sword in vain for he is the servant of god an avenger who carries out god's wrath on the wrong doer all right, well, Mike, I I do appreciate that you're, what you're doing there, but uh, if we start hurling Bible verses at each other, we'll be. Uh, well, I just cases. wanted to indicate the idea that now, that's there, there is a game. you know there's because you are for the death penalty or a capital punishment or something like that does not make you a hypocritical Christian. Too, I'm a, how interpretable the Bible is. The different yeah. religions believe yeah. different things within the Bible, different brands. Yeah, so you can interpret a lot of different ways. Because Romans were known for pretty tough on people. Romans. Uh, yeah, yeah, Romans. Mike, Romans I didn't say you're a bad gig, Christian yeah. if you believe in the death penalty and believe in hanging people and in, in, in far against abortion. The question was, how I'm can saying, you be a Christian and be for capital punishment? Yeah, that, that's That I'm was saying. the question. Right. Well, I you know what, what, what are the what are the people that say you're a bad Christian hang their hat on what verse they I, I don't tend to get that deep into the weeds. I mean the dude just needs killing. You know, that's just all there is to it. He <laughs> needs killing. I mean yeah. And yeah. what about the parents? You gonna kill the parents too? Maybe. Well if they ate it in a bed, then they need to be punished. Bloodline, in other words, right, Del? Yep, yep. Well the parent the parent you well, can you still need start to go the, more parents can have mentally ill kids, right? You can't it, can't totally blame the parents. The kid could be mentally ill. And they they have their wits in dealing with kids at age eighteen. I mean, and they, you know, I don't what you say they should have done. Locked him up. You can't lock him up without a cause. But you know, they should have put some warnings out there. But what do you do? I mean, I, mean, I can't tell you how many times I've seen the criminal court system send somebody out to the mental health folks, and they just always just turn them loose. You know, and and folks, it's not guns. I remember a case we had years ago down in Giles County where the police get called this guy's house all the time. He was threatening to kill people and nutcase, and they'd arrest him and take him to court. He'd usually be referred to mental health, and they just let him loose. And um, sure enough, I mean, everybody everybody knew it was going to happen. Everybody, the police, the neighbors. And, you know, he didn't get a gun. He just started up uh, his chainsaw one day and went next door and cut off his neighbor's head with it. You know, yep. I mean, I, you, you could have... But you could have seen it coming to my law. Right, should be worth a lot guns of Guns seem to be used in more incidents than others. Well, Del. chainsaws and, are available. And the thing is, we've got to we've got to modify the gun laws. I, I'm not against people not owning guns. I'm not. Why won't liberals execute the buffalo killer? Why won't liberals execute the buffalo killer? Why won't liberals execute the buffalo killer? It's not right. People kill people. Chainsaws don't kill people. That's what I'd say. I'd yeah, they, exactly, Ron. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. York, do you support the weapons we're giving the Ukrainians to kill Russians? They ha- they are being they're killing them. And 
yeah, they're being oppressed and defended. Yeah, they have to defend their country. I went in the military to defend this country. So you don't. You have, if you live in a trailer park and somebody's breaking in your house, you got a gun. You have the right to defend yourself there. I think you have a right to defend yourself. Now you don't have to necessarily where, where you draw kill the person. Guns? You say no guns. Where, where do you draw your line on guns? I, I didn't say no guns. I say I, I support people owning guns. But when you've got crazy people or people that seem to have some problems or hateful people, just basically hateful people. I don't think he's crazy. I think he's just hateful. And and nobody dealt with that. The parents didn't deal with it. Nobody dealt with it. Yeah. I don't want to let him off saying he's mentally ill. I think was he this knew gun, what was he was gun doing. Legal, he planned it, and he did what he, he set out to do. Was his gun legal, Chandler? Uh, I didn't read I didn't read the story. I don't read these stories, but was it gun legal that he had, or did he just take it from somebody? Chand- Chandler's not on today, Ron. Uh, I, I mean – Okay. I mean, he wait, had an no. AR-15, so it, I think the parents uh, allowed him to have it. If he had an assault rifle, it was not his. I don't think any. Yeah. I think guns are illegal. He, he just good. turned eighteen, right? So yeah. he couldn't have had one. Either. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, you know, why won't liberals execute the Buffalo Killer? Let's see, Ron. You, Better you, than that, why don't we get rid of hate in this country? Why don't yeah. we get we'll rid of? We'll do that tomorrow, Mister York. I mean, yeah. Talk about it. You ain't helping. He's telling everything racist. Get rid of hate. What's that? That's just Lord. The the hate in this country was ramped up from seriously. I'm sure, if somebody can find a Bible verse about that. Too. I mean, I mean, I'm, it was ramped up. <laughs> let's be honest. During the Obama era, it was unbelievable. Why was it ramped up during the Obama era? Because everything was racist. Everything was racist. Everything was racist. American president and people went berserk. No, they didn't. They elected. Hey, 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 Mr. York, guess what? More, there there was other people than black people that voted for Barack Obama. There was, he had more votes at that time than any president in the history of this country. People that went berserk, Clayton, just like you got a small number of outside Trumpers that's gone berserk and trying to destroy this country. You know, of course, of course, but see, you you can blame Trump, Trump and then you want to say, well, how can you blame Obama? Hands up, don't shoot. Did that happen? Why won't did that I happen? Execute happen. the Buffalo Killer. Hands up, don't shoot. Did that happen? Yeah, yeah happen. that happened. But no, it, it wasn't violent. It wasn't violent. What what happened? What, what, what happened after? What would happen if a black person would go and kill ten? Caucasians. What would happen in this country? That thing about Obama. Uh, they give him the level of freedom. York, he had a chance to heal the racial wounds, and he didn't. He went the other direction. Biden, right. Biden would give him the presidential medal so of freedom. If I had a son, it would like Trayvon. He could have come out and quelled the Trayvon thing, which turned out to be total bull. He could have quelled well, the Michael Brown thing. Why did the guy get off with Trayvon? Why did he get off scot-free? Why are policemen getting off scot-free shooting minorities? Why won't Why? liberals we watch cities burn? We watched cities burn during the Obama era while Eric Holder was the, the head of the Justice Department uh, over things like Ron was just saying didn't happen. Hands up, don't shoot. Didn't and, happen. And you watched the Capitol get mauled. Uh, oh yeah, on January sixth. Uh, oh yeah, wow. yeah. And, and, and watched a black Capitol officer shoot an unarmed veteran woman. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, well, the only murder was a black person shooting a white woman. And oh, now he's and now the the black person has been pardoned for it. Why won't liberals execute the Buffalo Killer? It's not there was right, no repercussions to that cop. Not by the way. right. 
Why won't liberals Due process and let him stay in prison for the balance of his life? Why won't you said, you said you said mentally ill people killer. can't be alone, Mr. York? Did you say manic can't be alone? Are you gonna I, put him alone for the rest of life? Well, I don't think he's manic I think he's fully mindful of what he did. He wouldn't have planned all that stuff and well, put it all you know, over if, the internet if, if he, he was crazy. If he is manic depressive, that you know, I I could live with you know putting off the execution for a couple of weeks. Let's get him all cured up so uh, he knows exactly where he is, what he's doing, and can be told why we're going to execute him. And he'll understand it. Well, you ought to be like Governor Lee. You know, he he's, he curtailed executions because they weren't right. I guess people didn't die peaceful I, enough. You know, my dad was a policeman in Columbia, and when I had kids, I worried about pedophiles and how that you know what happened. But I don't remember in Columbia ever, ever hearing about it. And I asked my dad one time. So you know, we had to have them back then. I mean, they're part they're part of the population. He said back then what they would do if they were ninety nine percent sure someone had pedophile someone or done some rape or you know or incest or whatever. The cops would beat the beat the hell out of them, and you take them to the county line and tell them not to come back again. Instead that of putting the girl, instead that of putting the girl stop. to the trial, what? That didn't stop it. When I got here in '86, there were so many pedophile issues in the paper; it was a shame. Well, maybe they got rid of them. They got a ground bus national. Yeah, you know, but that, but the due process is more painful on the child or the girl that was raped, whatever. I mean, you go out to a two year trial where she's going to stand. If you're sure, and again, there's miscarriage every now and then. I get it. And you got due process. But this not if you had a good, honest cop and a good, honest sheriff, uh, and, and, and knew someone was a pedophile, and they knew everybody in the county, and they knew the person was creepy, and they had a prior, and they've been some other. I don't see any reason why you don't do that. Would save the girl the, the you know the, the pain of having to go on trial. I mean, I don't know. Why won't liberals execute the Buffalo Killer? Because it's not right. There we go. I'll keep saying that there's, until I die. It's there, not right the for imp- a man to execute somebody else, period. There's the impasse. You know, quit talking about, you know, going eye for eye, that stuff. Yeah. All right. Folks, we'll be back tomorrow. Wednesday edition. Ron Hart next week. Great to have you. Uh, let's Good see. Here. Enjoy the beach, Ron. Go take a swim. <laughs> White privilege. <laughs> you right. That's, that's what you have. White privilege. All right. Come on, people, now. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a great day, folks. Come on, people, now. Smile.